welcome back to the Dream Lab series podcast where we go behind the mindsets of high achievers. My name is Audrey Diaz and I am your life and confidence coach. I'm Sabrina Castillo and I'm your life and business coach. I'm Jessica Rivera and I am your business coach. You have all of us here today because this is a milestone episode, very special episode, big announcement episode. So whatever you're doing, like let's say you're listening to us in the kitchen while doing your dishes or doing the laundry, stop because we have something to announce to you guys today. You see here at the Dream Lab for the last, wow, five, six years, we have been on a mission to help women lead a life they love. And that life is going to include a lot of pivots. It's going to include a lot of transitions and something that from the beginning, Sabrina and I, and now with Jessica, have always wanted to be is transparent and also have this business and the conference and everything we do reflect our own personal development journeys because we bring that into everything that we do. And so we are here to announce the end of an era where each of us are right now in our careers and also in our personal life has led us to the decision of ending the dream lab in terms of the conference and the coaching membership. Yep. It's the end of an era. You're, you're right. It is six years because the first conference was in 2018, but I believe we started like at the beginning of that year, maybe end of 2017. So this is our fifth conference, but it's our sixth year. We took some time in between there. Yeah. I will say that, you know, number one, I want to congratulate both of you because when you started Dream Lab and the Dream Lab conferences, that really it, there was no space for Latinas to come together and to dream bigger and to want more. And so I would say that both of you deserve a huge pat on the back. And, and I'm sure people are thinking, why? Yeah. Well, I'm sure the people are thinking, why? And so I want to make sure that, that they know to stick around in this episode here, because we are going to go into the why behind uh, this decision. Yeah. Before we go into the why, though, I when when we came to this conclusion, I felt relieved. But maybe like a little bit later, I felt a little bit of guilt because the one thing that people have always said is like, oh my God, like we need that. We we need those spaces. We need, right? And so like, I was like, oh my God, what are people going to say now? Like, no, don't. I, I need that. I need that. And so it's really interesting how what this has taught me is like what we need as individuals isn't always what other people need, which we know this, right? In the work that we do and at the women that we speak. And so um, it, it doesn't always come easy to make the decisions, but it does come easy to make the decisions. Cause like Jess has said this before, like, you know what you want. There's like some video I think he posted where like, everyone knows what they want. Your mm -hmm. actions just have to align with it. Yeah. And I just also want to be able to say a lot of times we decide to do things or not to do things because of fear, like you just said, but it doesn't mean that it's a failure. Mm -hmm. 
this decision to end this portion of the dream lab, this journey with the dream lab, it's more a reflection of our own personal growth and where we are each choosing to go. And that's a very positive thing. So I think a lot of times when you hear like, oh, you know, that, that ended, you think, oh, well, what's the drama? What's yeah. the tea? What happened that's over the there? the tea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, I, you know, speaking about guilt, I think that I feel like number one, that's normal, right? So, so, you know, everybody should understand that a little bit of that guilt, when we make a decision that we know everybody's not going to be happy with is normal. Um, and for me, I even told you guys, I said, Oh, my God, everybody's gonna think I came in here and I broke it. <laughs> <laughs> She's Yoko Ono. Yeah, no, just broke the band. No, the band, the band had its rips in it before that um and not in like a bad way right there is no tea it wasn't like oh my god there's no there's no drama and I think well part of it which is really interesting Audrey and I always talk about this and we would have meetings and we would joke because there's like a lot of negative talk around like what will the haters say or, or our circle for very long Audrey and I have been really curating our lives so we don't have drama in our lives, right? So it's very easy to not bring drama and just like hear out what each one of us needs. And then when someone comes in and matches that energy, right? So like, there is no drama between the three of us. There's no like, how dare there you? There wasn't a fight. There wasn't, there wasn't a fight. Like um, yeah. When I told Carlos, he's like, well, what does Jess came say? She just came in like, you know, and I was like, nothing. I was like, we had a good conversation, but it's, if you come into our dynamic, I don't think anybody's surprised to how this is going to evolve. The conferences take a lot of work, um, you know, and then when someone comes in, we, we met with Jess, we, we were in at the hotel. Well, I don't know when that was, December, November? No, it's just I think like, what? Was, yeah, October, I think it was. Wow, oh, 10 flies. Yeah, and there are things that just don't align to what the requirement of when something like this needs to grow. And then we all need to be honest where we are in our lives and at what phases we are, we are in our lives, what we have the capacity to bring to the table. And, and all, a lot of that starts to really bring up, okay, what do I really want? And what does this really look like? Why am I doing this? Why did I start doing this? And then where am I now? Well, let's talk about Jess because we just joked around that she's Yoko Ono, but it was quite the opposite. Yeah, no, she's Sabrina not Yoko I, Ono. <laughs> no. Sabrina and I like to say that we're, we're pretty similar. Like we have a lot of the same strengths. So you need another element to be able to build a business and take it to where you want to go, if that's what you want. And Jess came in and gave us so much clarity that Sabrina and I weren't seeing for ourselves. And that's the power of a really good coach. So thank you for that, Jessica because it made your style of communication, how direct you are, made us figuring out what we wanted so much easier. So kudos to you. No, thank yeah. you. Thank you. I mean, and sometimes it's not the result that we think we want, right? Sometimes, mm -hmm. many times, I mean, even in, if you think about your own career in the past, right? And this is, this is part of your current career, but even like when you think about like the people you coach, maybe, if they're still mm -hmm. in corporate jobs, like sometimes, even for me, I'll say, Climbing the corporate ladder was my goal. Like that is what I wanted. And, and when I think back, a lot of it probably had to do with, I was trying to prove to myself that I could do it because I didn't have those ticks. I wasn't checking every single box, but I was still doing it. So every time I got a promotion, every time I made more money, it was so gratifying and it felt almost affirming, right? 
But when I got to the point that I was like, wait a second, do I actually want that job? And I took a second to truly think about it. It wasn't filling me up anymore. That next promotion, that next pay raise wasn't as fulfilling as it was at one point. And so that's really what I walked you guys through kind of. And what I walk many of my clients through is, okay, what is it that we really, really want? Or is it just something that we think we've wanted because that's how we started, right? Because of, because <laughs> when I first started at this company, I wanted that person's job or that promotion or that career, or I wanted my business to be X, but does this business truly fuel the life that you want? Right. And I think... Um... When Audrey called me and she brought it up, I mean, you even said it, you're like, you instantly look relief because there are thoughts that I've had, conversations I have maybe tippy-toed around with Audrey about like, I don't know what, how the, what this looks like and all of that. So afterwards I text her and I said, hey, thanks for leading with courage because it takes courage to really finally say something that you want, right? For me, I felt like I, I don't want, I don't want this to not work. So I had to, after that October meeting, I was like, okay, so Jess is right. If I want this, what would it, what, what would that look like? And I had to really sit there and almost felt a little anxious. I'm like, I know what it takes. Not only do I not want to do that right now, it, it would go against what I'm working towards for myself currently, right? And I think that when you have safe spaces to have these conversations and work through and no one is taking it personally, it really opens, safe spaces really allow you and give you the permission to say things and change your mind and, and no one takes anything. It doesn't always land, right? Right? Like when you were asking us the questions, I was like, I'm just quiet because those are good questions I have to think through. But I want us to talk about that though, because when you say the word safe space, people may be thinking like, I feel good. Like it's calm and it's cool. And oh it's yeah. Not that. And it's not easy. Even the questions I was asking were not easy, but I know not having these conversations make it worse. Okay. And so I am always focused on gaining clarity and letting you know, I'm only asking because I truly want to understand. And if you cannot and I, you know, not you, Sabrina, you, whoever, even to myself, if I cannot articulate what I want, do I truly want that? Because when we want something that flies off the tongue very easily. And so, you know, do we need a moment to really think it through? Is it something that we truly want? And I was asking you really both of you difficult questions because I truly wanted clarity because I want to know how do we move this forward? Or how do we make a decision that is in alignment with what we truly want? And that personal accountability that you must take, it's heavy. It is heavy, but it's so important to be able to have the space to do that. So I want to give a little background on where each of us are right now and why we came into that decision. For me personally, I think like five or six years ago when we decided to start the first conference, it was like kind of on a whim. It was pure inspiration. And in business, you have to really think about the long term. And now that I'm looking back, I wasn't thinking long term. That day that I called Sabrina, I'm like, let's start a conference for Latinas. It's just like where what made me excited and enthusiastic at that moment. 
And as the conferences rolled on and we saw it become this thing that women were really responding to, then it felt a little bit like we were working backwards, like, okay, well, now we have to offer more because people are asking for more, but not that it really came from us mm -hmm. and something that we really wanted to push forward. And at that time in my life, I did have more capacity for that. Right now I'm in a place where my children are getting older um, and children are always a lot of responsibility, but it's different when like Ashton's 13, he's going to be 14 soon. He's starting high school. The levels of communication and attention that I see that he needs from me involve so much more for me than here's an iPad. Mommy's going to be on this call for a little while. It's very different. And I have Adrian just two years before him, two years after him. So there's that with my boys. And then there's also my own coaching journey and where I am in my life. Right now, I'm in a place where my relationship with God is not that it wasn't a priority before, but it's so much clearer to me now that, and I'm just going to say it because we have to own a lot of the things that we have. Sometimes we shy away from that. I know I have a gift for bringing people closer to God. And I want to be able to develop that. I started my own podcast, the Aligned with Audrey podcast, where I get to speak to really incredible people about what their relationship with God looks like and how they, they live that out day to day. And that's a place that I'm really being called. And again, like I said in the beginning of this episode, we want to teach women to lead a life they love. So I need to give myself permission to pursue that. And I know that being with Jess and being with Sabrina... They fully have my back on that. They're never going to say, how dare you do that? But how about this? But how about me? You know, I surround myself with women that are going to encourage my own dreams and support me no matter what that looks like. Yeah. And there's also the family business, which for a long time was pretty steady. It was something that I grew up in that was always a part of my life. But in the last year I would say there is so much expansion in the future and I can't really share details yet but it's something that my brothers and I who are running it now for my parents have been more involved in than ever my brothers a lot more than me because they've always been 100% about these businesses but we are expanding into real estate property and in other ways and that's something that I'm really excited about and I'm blessed to be able to have different businesses to pour myself into. And I see these businesses as things that also really help my family, as in my children, to teach them what does legacy look like? What does growth look like? What does it look like when you really pour into something and develop a work ethic to keep those things going? And that for me, I love the DreamLock community. I love what we've built here. But for me in this season of my life, those are the places where I want to be able to pour my energy into. Yeah. And I think one thing when you say that, right, um, the, these conferences, they take so much, right? And we joke because Audrey and I don't actually like planning the conference. Like, well, I do. <laughs> well, no, I mean, like the, the design processes of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It is like a the, lot. the physical, the physical, like, part, like, space design and all that which is why like even I would say for the last all almost all of them we've had support in that process right but I think um for me like you um Audrey was telling me yesterday she's like I think you don't you didn't really quite know what you were saying yes to when 
when I said yes, when you called me, right? So Audrey and I, you know, we did this kind of work, but for celebrities, right? When we first met, um, this is like technically our second type of conference. The first one we worked on together was the first Latino hip hop summit for um, Russell Simmons. And we were like in our early twenties and we were like, it'll be like that, but for Latinas, right? And so we, we got excited on that. And I was in that time, I was in a phase where I was really trying to tap back into my own confidence, right? So like I was, what I felt was very confident in my early twenties and I call it like false confidence because I think I was just really trying to do as much as I could to prove something to myself, right? Because I did grow up very sheltered. I grew up very, uh, I grew up on the West Coast. So I was like, I have to come to New York and prove that I belong here, right? If this is where I want to be. So I'm going to like really put myself out there. And then I kind of, you know, retracted in. And so when Audrey called me, I was coming back out of that. And I was literally in a phase of yes. I was like, I'm going to say yes to everything. So when Audrey called, literally, I think I just said yes. I didn't even ask questions um, because I was in a phase of yes. That was my intention was to say yes to things. And then as it started to grow right around that, I want to say 2018 was actually one of my hardest years ever. So the conference was something that really brought me something for myself. But in 2018, I had a, a three-year-old, a one-year-old, and we had just launched our food truck. And I had just been named a director of our department. Um, so it was a lot in 2018. Now that I look back, I'm like, I remember crying like literally praying being like why why can't I just be happy with my nine to five like why do I have to do all this extra stuff because it was a lot right like a three-year-old of one and I now I had already come out of maternity leave but it was a lot so this this conference was something for me right something that really brought me joy and now in this phase in my life um the business has grown and I would say over the past year and a half, I haven't taken a step back on a lot of the strategy and marketing stuff that I used to do, but I kind of did, right? And I was like, well, it's grown. And now just in the last year, so much happened and the new growth is so much bigger. Like Audrey, like a lot, we'll be making a lot of announcements around that. And my role in that looks bigger. And I almost did feel very anxious because I'm like, how am I going to do that? And I have a six and an eight-year-old that have very busy lives. And, and, I, and I keep a lot of boundaries around that, actually. I'm very limited to the things that I do with them. Um, and I just felt like very overwhelmed with that. So when you called, I was like, oh, this is in line with what how I want to spend my time. Like, I want to grow this business, right? This is something that it's 15 years in the making as we started to build it as a family, right? It didn't open until six years ago, but it goes so much further back. Um, and then I think um, because what I realized, and I'll just share this because I always want to be vulnerable. It's like, so why would I continue this after, after you asked me those questions, Jess? I took that serious. So I want you to know that like, I was like, I have to really think through this. I hadn't really come to my conclusion, but when Audrey brought it up, I was like, yes, that makes so much sense. Partly mostly because for me, it's hard to even have the courage to come out and just say it without letting people down, right? So something I have to work through. What I realized, I was like, oh, I wanna matter, right? Like I wanna matter. I want to 
and the and I was using the dream lab for that. <laughs> and by matter, I mean like I want to make sure that I always have the capacity to contribute, and I wanted to build that business, not understanding that like I already matter, right? And this isn't what will make me or break me. And what I have built with my family is very special. And in and I, it's okay if it's not this. Does that make sense? Um, I thought about it afterwards. I was like, why would I want that? I was like, oh, I want to matter. I want to know that I have this little space for myself. And and now I know I'm like, oh, but I, I, I will always have that, right? Like I get to create that in whatever space I want to create that. And with the support of you guys and the things that everybody else is doing, like I really just feel like, oh, well, that's not a reason to do things, right? And then it opens up more questions for me. Well, we also wear, we've also think like we're going to get a trophy for all of the things that we do. And part of that is the the validation of, oh, and I, I run this conference and I run this other mm -hmm. company. And we tell women all the time, you're capable of working really hard to achieve whatever you want, but there's energy that's put into that. And is that really where you want to put that energy? Right. And I think for me, um, one of the things that I've had to work through is so like to what I mentioned before guilt. So I'm still working through that. This people pleasing guilt type of person sometimes that I can be, I'm very aware of, and I try to work through it because for me, one of the things I realized is that I feel a lot of guilt. Sometimes I, I've told you, I'm like, I just, I have everything I want. And sometimes I feel guilty for not wanting beyond that. And not that things won't grow. Right. But like, I like my morning schedules. I like my days. I like all my friends. I like all the things. I, so in this phase of my life, if nothing was to change, I would be extremely happy. Right. But I know that I'm going towards a path of growth because of how we show up in our relationships and our business and our family and stuff like that. So there was always a little bit of that for me. Right. And I felt like, well, I have to do more. Like you said, I want the trophy. I want the, that part of it. And if I let go of that, well, who am I letting down? I don't want to let people down, you know? Well, number one, I want to say um, thank you for being so vulnerable because I, I think you hit it on the mark when you said you wanted to matter, right? And, and yeah. when you're people pleasing, that comes in, right? Mm -hmm. When you're wanting to do all of the things that also comes in. But I think what we don't realize is that when we're, when we are wanting to matter from somebody else, number one, we're never going to get that gratification that we're looking for from anybody period. And the things that we're doing in order to fill that we're doing it half-ass. Mm -hmm. We're actually not putting all of our effort and energy in there because that's not what we truly want. We're actually looking to matter. And mm -hmm. as mothers, we do that with our kids. As partners, we do that with our spouses, with our significant others, because we want them to help us matter. And when we're looking for that, that gratification outside of us, then we're, we will always be in search of it. Always. There is not, we could have had the most, or we can have the most successful conference ever in life. And it will still only be there that, that mattering will be there for that moment and it'll be gone in 24 hours. Mm -hmm. Right. We always feel like that after the conference. Yeah. It's an incredible day. We get all the feedback from everyone, tears, everything. And the next day it's like, 
okay, well, that, now that's over. Now what? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And that, that same thing with a promotion, same thing with hitting a dollar figure in your business, same thing yep. with all of that. And when we can truly just work on our own, you know, on our own happiness and being content and being happy with us in this moment, like you're saying, Sabrina, that's where it is. But I, I want to also give everybody this, that it is okay to be content with where I am and still want more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? I don't think we ever not want more. And, and I do think that as Latinos, we've been conditioned to you get what you get and you don't get upset. And mm -hmm. I'm like, F that. No, I get what I get and I still want more. And I, yeah. I, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with being happy with my life right now and knowing that I still want to hit that multi-million dollar mark. I want to, I want to know that I'm still, yes, I'm happy right now. I live a dope life and I still want more and I still want to feel happier. I still want to feel more content. I still want to feel more satisfied. You know, whatever that looks like, we will see. And I, I will create that. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, number one, I want to thank you for being so vulnerable because I think we've all fallen, we've all been there, uh, or many of us have been there. I'll say that, and many of us are still there. And I want to, I want to. Can I add? Can I add something more vulnerability? Because I want people to really get the concept of what's in my brain, and I haven't shared it with you guys. Um, because we're always on a healing journey, and so for me, it's, I think, as a coach and as someone who really takes, um growth serious in my life I'm still shocked at what I learn about myself right so you guys are gonna laugh but I like that you girls are cool and that I'm in business with you so that's part of the mattering right like I'm like oh here's these two beautiful dope ass women that I get to say like oh yeah I do business with them I do that with them right and so that's part of the mattering right that's part of the like for me I was like because I, I, like I said, I took your question seriously and I had to really dig deep and all that. And a lot of it, I don't always share out because I would be sharing out all day because I, I reflect a lot. I grow a lot. And so it's, it's a very slippery slope in, like you said, like, why are you doing things? And not that yeah. I don't want to hang out with you guys. I still want to hang out with you guys. I want to say Thank this you. though. That's why we stay in bad relationships yeah. and friendships. Because yeah. you think somebody's cool or you think they're in the right circle or you think whatever it is that you think about them and you're being, you know, abuse is an, exa it's an exaggerated word, but you're yeah. in a space where you don't feel good on in the inside, where that yeah. person doesn't make you feel good, but you want to be there because you want to matter. It's like, yeah. please stop doing that to ourselves. Let's stop. We're giving that's you permission to choose you to yeah. change your mind yeah. as well. And what's very interesting for me is... Um, and then we're going to go down a rabbit hole. So I don't want to do that. So in the dating world, for me, that was always very easy for me to pick good relationships, to pick good partners, all of that. I saw that modeled. And what I didn't see modeled was women friendships, right? Um, my mom wasn't the type to like have, like everything was, it just, anyways, again, I don't want to go down like a past, but the only way that I realized over the, my adulthood, mostly my twenties and thirties that I knew how to be friends with people is like, I needed to offer something. So it was easy when I was a publicist girl, I got you concert tickets here, this, this, that. And then I took that on in my thirties. I started to let go of that in my thirties. And now I'm starting to see it. Not that I felt like I had to prove to you guys to be your friends, but it seeps in, in these little ways that I'm like still shocked by it sometimes. I'm like, oh, well, 
Audrey's not going to stop talking to me because I don't want to do the dream lab. Jeff isn't going to be like, no girl, sorry. Bye. Cause that's not who you guys are. (laughs) (laughs) Or if I call you, you're not going to, you know, but it's, it's something that I wanted to share because I don't know if anyone goes through that, but like I go through that. Right. And maybe it's always, you know, as a kid who didn't always like fit in. Right. Um, It's something that you're always trying to like battle against, but I don't want to say battle. It's not like I struggle. I have really amazing friends and no one expects anything from me, which is another reality check. It's like, actually, girl, you've, you've built mm-hmm. something where you do matter and you really need to tend to that. Yeah. yeah. I, and when you said, I don't know, people go through that. People were saying they go through it in last night in the networking call, right? So of course people go through that, right? Yeah. I also want to say that a question I often tell my, my clients ask themselves, is that true? whatever thought it is, is that true? Because a lot of times it isn't. It's it's a story we've been telling ourselves for so long that the reality is is that it may not be reality. So I think this is a really great conversation and want to show gratitude for you for opening that up. up. So this being the reality of part of the reason why we stay stuck in relationships with significant others or within a friend group that we may not belong in anymore. Also, the importance of coaching when you're in business, like this right here shows like the things that go on in your personal life are going to reflect in your business. And mm-hmm. yes, yes, and you just said, thank you yeah. for being so honest and vulnerable. And yeah. yes, we will still be your friends. <laughs> but, but I know way, that. <laughs> I, I, want, I want to just make this a reality too. That's why when people get released from jobs, right? So they get let go or whatever, or whatever may happen, they're, they're so attached to their title. Mm. Right. Even entrepreneur, even being attached to that title, being attached to whatever job, being attached to your home, whatever it may be. We put our worth, even in the title of being a mother, mm-hmm. we put our worth there. And so, and listen, the kids are going to grow up one day. That job may not be there. That, that company that you built, you may want, like you're attached to it. Meanwhile, you make more money if you sell it, right? Whatever that thought is, you're yeah. so attached to that title when we release ourselves of that and we remember, oh wait, we're human, we matter regardless of this title, being a mom, being wife, being whatever, then that's where we can truly have that confidence, that unshakable confidence. It doesn't matter who's in the room, we're gonna show up however. It doesn't matter who's around, it doesn't matter what title I have or don't have, car I drive, don't drive. That is, you know, that is true, true confidence. Mm-hmm. Preach. I also want to talk about the importance of taking personal responsibility for the people around you, because part of this decision was also looking at Jess and where she is in her coaching career and me feeling like, well, you know, I, I want to put in energy into all of these things, but yet here's Jess putting effort into this business with us as CEO and just realizing like, I am not running at the pace that Jessica deserves. Thank you. I mean, I think I had the conversation with you. Like, I get it. Like I had young kids. I had that, that 13, 12 year old stage. That's where I left a job that I was very happy in uh, when my oldest was turning that age that I said, you know what? I need to go back to corporate because there's more structure there. He's going to need me more. And he's not going to pay attention to anybody else's direction. Cause at that point I had a live in nanny, which I was like literally, I think about those days, like, oh my God, it was so nice. She she washed my clothes, folded my clothes, put the clothes away, made everybody, made sure everybody was fed. Like that was the happy days. Um, and I actually took a pay cut at that time to go back to corporate 
because I wanted to be there for my my son who was a mm -hmm. preteen who was going through all the emotions like it's your first like you're just figuring it out right mm -hmm. um so I completely understand and I remember having a conversation with you girls saying listen I understand you guys have young children I in my my who, who I am is I've always been like a hustler right I've been uh, a single mom for a long time you know I was in a relationship but yes you know still like that single mom mindset where I had to make more money, I had to do more things, I had to do it all, I had to be at every baseball game. I worked all the time and I was at, at games and I did all because I had to do it all. That's how I felt. And I can go as fast as you need me to go and I can go as slow as you need me to go because I understand where you are. And I understand that you don't, you may not have the same mindset that I, that this is just who I am at this point. And, and so I appreciate you saying that um, that you didn't feel like you were running at the same pace. Um, but I also wanted to do my best in understanding where you, meeting you both where you were. And I think, and also, I'll scroll, go ahead. No, go ahead. I also think that you're such a great role model for us. And this is where we are right now in this season of life. And it's so important for our audience to hear that, to know that every season is going to look different. And that's okay if your priorities shift. Because then I think, okay, well, my boys are older. I want to be able to run like Jessica does. Mm -hmm. Like that's, I want that to be my lifestyle, but that time will come and I have to be energetically ready for that. Right. Yeah. And I think um, that's part of it, right? If that's actually where I was heading in that there are phases and we all get to make a decision in our face, right? Because there are people with young children, they're out there. And there, that's that's for you too, right? Like everybody has their phase and what they need to do and how they want to show up for that. But to your point is that, you know, um, let's say like in the dream lab, right? There's and now the space has evolved, right? So there's like all these things that could be, and there's all these ideas, and then you see what other people are doing and all the other stuff, and you're like, so that's where we gotta go, right? And I, like you said, like. Um, not being able to, not that not being able to move at the pace that Jess was doing, it wasn't like she was like, hey girls, this is what we got to do. And we're like, no, no. Yeah. it was all a very um, open and transparent conversation of like, like she said, I can go as slow as you want or as fast as I, you want, right? But um, we can want certain things. Those things come with a certain level of action and you have to see if that aligns, right? So when Audrey and I have had conversations with like, we want to take this on tour. Actually, no, because I can't really travel like that right now, right? Um, so if it's something that I want for like specific reasons, whether they make sense or not, yeah, of course it would be awesome to take this across the country, right? But is to, to Jess's point, is that really what you want, right? And where are you in your life? all that really matters. And sometimes those things don't align. And then you have to really ask yourself, like, what do I really want? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's having that courage uh, to be able to communicate that. Like you said, you know, with Audrey, her having the courage to communicate that, having number one, understanding what you want. Mm -hmm. Because um, like I said the other night, like Oprah says, successful people become successful because they know where they want to go. Mm -hmm. And many people do not know where they want to go. So understanding where you want to go and then having the courage to communicate that those two things can go a very, very long way with your relationships and people helping you get to where you want. I will say this though, 
that, you know, I just said, oh, I was always a hustler and, and, you know, I was at every single game and I was always working. Something still suffered, right? Something is going to suffer. You cannot have it all at once. So um, I was trying to be the best mom possible and have the best career possible, but my personal life suffered. And I say suffered in a very loose term because it was my decision to make. That's where I wanted to put my energy. And so at the end of the day, I think we all have to be honest with ourselves. And so for me to say, oh, I, I love when people say I sacrifice, right? I can say, oh, I sacrificed my personal relationship and dating for my kids and my job. That's not the truth. I didn't sacrifice anything. I made a decision. I chose, I chose to pour my nights out to my girlfriends and me time and my days in with my kids and my family and, and every other moment I had to work. That was a choice I made. So I didn't sacrifice anything. Now, people, I love when people say that, um, or I sacrificed going out for my kids. Or I said, no, you made a decision. The kids didn't say, stay home with me. Or even if they did, you could have still went out. It was a decision you made. So I made a decision that what was most important to me was being the mom and being a career woman. That was the choice I made. So something always does suffer, I will say. I just wanted to say that. Yeah, yeah. That's true. So all of this to say, it is the end of an era. Mm -hmm. There was no tea. There was no drama. There's still love between the three of us. This is just what it looks like when three women make up their mind and have clarity as to where they want to go in this season of their life. So that being said, this is going to be the best conference ever because what's resulted from this is that we are pouring into this conference in a way that is going to reflect all of our personal choices where we're with where we are right now in our lives. Yeah. So you're going to see a lot of Audrey in this conference, a lot of Sabrina and a lot of Jessica. And that's going to be really, I'm really excited yeah. about March 23rd. I think it, this is a conversation worth exploring still that people might have questions. So let's do a couple of things. If you're listening to this podcast, share it, right? And send us DMs with questions you have. Because I know people have questions. Like what We've about this? What about that? Ask me anything episode. Ask us and we'll do a part two. Ask us. Yes, let's definitely do that. Let's yeah. definitely do that. Ask, Ask us, us because you might, or if you if something resonated and you're still working through it and you want to hear from us, ask us so definitely share it and then send us a dm on the dream labs account and we will we will we'll gather that and then come back and then the second thing is because it is the last we're not going to go back to the pre-sale ticket but we're going to do a blowout sale yep a blowout sale no excuses get in the room and get in the room because it's going to be the last time. never say never right you never know um but there is no conference being planned after this or a dream lab event that we know of. Um, so, you know, saying it makes it real and, and here it is. So make sure you get in the room. Jess, you want to share the blowout sale? Yeah. So tickets will be on sale for $199, which is a little bit more than the pre-sale price, but definitely much lower than tickets are on sale right now. And they will be on sale for limited time. So definitely check out the link in the bio, DM us. We would love to hear from you. We would love to hear what you think about this episode. So feel free to DM us separately, DM the Dream Lab account, um, ask us any questions. We'll definitely do a follow-up to answer all of the questions and make sure you look out to see kind of what's next for all of us individually and us together. 
Yes. Uh, and you have to come on, on March 23rd to give us a hug goodbye. And for Definitely. the record, like, just so you know, like where my brain goes, once I felt like a little relieved on this, I was like, I can't wait. Or I don't want to like what Audrey has shared, what she might be working on. And I'm like, cause then I'll just be like, oh, look, here's this for you. And then now I don't feel this pressure because now this is rethinking a lot of things on my end for coaching in general. Um, there's a lot of pressure that I released there too. And I'm like, oh, I could just be like, hey, if you want to do X, Y, and Z, like here's stress. Uh, because like where I'm really going to be focusing on over this year is really going to be on the family business. So I'm excited. Me too. Have a guys. beautiful day, guys. I see you in the DMs. Yes. Bye. Bye.